Well, here we are again. This is Pastor Dan on God Talk. So good morning to you, and this is God Talk number 65, and we're wrestling with justice. God is almost always on the side of the oppressed. He's always fighting for the people, the widow with the two mites, the people who have had the raw deal. He says, I'm not going to go with the beasts and the dragons and all of them. He's going to overthrow them and give the kingdom over to the others. The first will be last and the last will be first. We always have to ask the golden rule. What would the golden rule do if I was on the other side of this? How would I feel if I was given rights and privileges or taken privileges away all because of my color or my gender? or because I'm a certain size, or because I don't have hair, or because of whatever, where I'm from, or my accent. Can't do that. Okay, then you can't do it to others. How would I feel if as soon as I walk into a committee at the church, someone says, hey, how about you take notes? And look around the room and figure it out that's because you were the woman. It's the secretary. Well, you have better handwriting. Too bad. Stereotypes. Not good. Lady wrote me asking for money to help her with her son who is going blind, nine years old. I said, go to your health insurance for your mission. I don't have it. My husband doesn't live with us and he's not a, he's the head of household. I'm not the head of household, so therefore I don't get health insurance. It's not right. I wrote a lot of letters about that. Golden rule. The character of God. What would God do? What has God usually done? Look and see what God has usually done. We were having vacation Bible school one year. I was a young pastor. Oh, it's hard. And they made a cutoff line. Everyone had to be under 13. And this boy had been 13 a month. And he wanted to go. So I lay in bed. What would Jesus do? He died for everybody. I went back to the leaders. I said, what would Jesus do? I mean, how? Well, he got mad at me, Pastor Dan. We made a decision. You shouldn't question it. I thought, okay, it's your decision. Boy, what would God do if a kid came one month over the line? <laughs> These are hard questions. Once you decide you're going to live for justice, then to do justly. Maybe you even <clears throat> think you know what side is right on this one. There's some more questions. Is this the right time? It might be the right issue, but is this the right time? Say, what if I get too quick? God hasn't prepared a way. The timing isn't right. It's hard to know the timing. Too late, too early. Sometimes we fight for justice and it doesn't work out because the issue was wrong. Not because the issue was wrong, but the timing wasn't quite right. After blacks, they helped elect John Kennedy. They went to him after a few months and frustrated because he hadn't done all that he had promised to do for civil rights. He had to explain. He was on the schedule, but he couldn't fight all the battles all at once. It wasn't the right time. There's only so many taught things that you can vote on and write laws on all at the same time. Choose the right time, they thought. How, how much longer do we have to wait, Mr. President? Number two, not only you have to ask, is it the right time? Am I the right one? Are we the right one? It might be the right issue, and maybe it's even the right time, but are you and I the one that God has called to go stand for justice right now on that? Maybe God has someone else that's going to be better prepared for it or speak more articulately or take a better stand, have more influence. We can't fix all problems. I get requests every day to solve problems around the world. I can't do them all. God has called me to preach evangelism and to build churches. When they ask me to pay for their tuition to go to school and all of that, I do what I can, but I can't solve all of it. And I have to say, you know, God has to bring other people to fight for justice. I can't do all that. We cannot shoulder the burden of just rectifying all all problems of injustice in the world. In 1 Kings chapter 10, verse 9, the Queen of Sheba said to Solomon, Praise be to the God who placed you on the throne of Israel and made you king to maintain justice. God puts us all in a position at a certain time for a particular issue. He said, that's yours. You're the one to speak up there and trying to stand up. That's wrong. What's happening is wrong, and I anoint you to be the one because of where we are. Bill Hybels, the pastor at the Willow Creek Church for so long, now retired, tells about being in Atlanta in the airport watching two little black kids just 
killing each other and they're just filled with hate and he kept waiting for some parents who's the where the parents allowing these kids are killing each other no parents can be involved so finally he went over there as a white man and grabbed those two kids apart and he said now stop it somebody has to do this they looked at him and glared and then ran off like who are you how do you know when the holy spirit is calling you and how you know it's just your own anger stepping in is this the right time and am I the right person and finally is it worth it does it count the cost and I certainly had to wrestle this issue when we were doing the women's ordination issue because there was there was an issue and people said it was it was the right issue and this was the time and I was the one because I was a senior pastor at ground zero and I had to count the cost the other one who was involved in it with me had a PhD from Harvard on archaeology he could go anywhere not me, I'm a pastor. And was I going to wreck the only career and job I had to take care of my family? Count the cost. What issues am I willing to lose sleep over? Go march for? Die for? Lose my family? Lose my reputation? These are hard choices. Michael Jordan just put a hundred million down for justice. Many celebrities have put it down. Now they're being called to task for it. How do you know when is the right time, the right issue, the right amount of money, count the cost? Is this what I want to do? We can only fight for so many. People choose to fight for elephants in the world or tigers or what is the issue that God wants you to be the spokesman for? But when it's all and said and done, there comes a time where you have to say, okay, it's time to do justly. It doesn't say to talk about it we should talk about it it doesn't say just to pray about it people say please pray pastor dan there comes a time when you have to do something we could have kept praying about women's equality for another generation it finally came a time to do something it's not perfect but at least the more we are in an our conference now we treat women with respect and equality and martin luther the pastors kept coming to him and saying it's not the right time let us do this and this and this first and martin we've been waiting for thousands of years hundreds of years how much longer are we going to wait no now is the time it's the time to march what is god calling you to do now today what niebuhr calls the impossible possibility we have to try it may be monstrous how are we going to change racism how are we going to do these huge things how are we going to reach inside people's hearts and change hearts how are we going to change police across the country most police are great there's a rogue policeman here and there how do you change these are huge challenges how do we do with inner cities how do we do to make their schools better how do we go to the palestine and make their hospitals good and give them careers these are monstrous challenges the impossible possibility we do what we can to be a person of justice where we are like solomon god has put you there for this stand up and do something for god we'll do one more this will be six this time this is god talk and we're wrestling with justice and we'll talk about uh, how to do it in this concrete way see you tomorrow god bless you all well.